what's going on, buddy? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. Birth by MSOG Rocks, Rock and Metal Thrive. Hey, guys, it is Thursday, December. It's the 23rd. Happy Festivus! It's a Festivus for the rest of us. Serenity now! I got a lot of problems with people, and you're gonna hear about them because it is time for the airing of grievances, followed by the feats of strength. If you didn't know, you know, I actually like Festivus. I'm a Seinfeld fan myself, so I could not resist opening with that. And this is the uh, podcast right before Chris as well, so Merry Christmas to you all, and you're going to enjoy this one heading into your holiday season. So whether you're you know traveling to go see your family this holiday, enjoy one hell of a podcast. Not that long podcast, about, you know, with the intro outro, maybe about 35 minutes. But before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors first, Phoenix Fitness. Yep, you know, holidays are here, and all of a sudden, you know, January 1st is going to come around, and... I know you're going to want to hit those New Year's resolutions. Of course, the most famous New Year's resolution is to, you know, lose weight, get fit, get in shape, all that kind of stuff. So you're going to want to do that for one specific reason, mosh pits. You're not going to want to jump out of those mosh pits. You're not going to want to, you know, go like, (laughs) help after, you know, a couple of minutes in there. You're going to want to be able to survive as much as possible. You're going to want to thrive in there. So you're going to want to hit the gym, lift them weights, do that cardio, man. So, you know, bench press, squats, run, bike, stairmaster, row, swim. Yeah, Arnold. Okay, now I'm getting really off the rails here, but you're going to want to make sure that you recover right and that you prepare right so that you can, you know, achieve all those fitness goals. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They have different, you know, pre-workouts, both sim and sim free. Do I need stimulation in my pre-workouts? No, because I'm already wiry as it is. B-Sibly Recovery Compounds, proteins for your morning, nighttime, and after your workout, creatines, multivitamins, natural testosterone uh, boosters. I think that's another thing that they have as well. And of course, more for your fitness needs. Our listeners get 15% off using the code MSOTD at fnxfit.com. Link trips to the podcast. Second is custom debut. So you guys see all the cool shit I end up having in the walls. I mean, I've got the skate decks. I got the flag. There are so many other posters right above my desk right now. And what custom debuts does is they let you create your own custom poster on anything in music. So what you do is you send them the name of a band and then you send them an album or a song from that band. Any band you want. Might I suggest you like Ice Nine Kills? Because, or might as just rise against as well. And what they'll do is, if it's, you know, a song, they'll put a poster together with the lyrics on it. If it's now, they'll put together a cool, like, you know, album artwork cover and uh, track listing poster for you. And when you submit it, you get a chance to see what they end up uh, putting together for you, a proof within 48 hours. You can make as many edits as possible until you give them the thumbs up with what you like, and they will send it out to you on your choice of either, you know, that classic poster paper, museum paper, I think they call it. You can have it sent as like a canvas print or even cooler, an aluminum poster. So it's like a, you know, full metal sign, like a street sign in a way. Isn't that cool? It's something that, you know, if you don't know what to get yourself, Go get yourself that after the holidays. Our listeners get 10% off using the code CPP10 at Custom Use website. Link switch to the podcast. So thank you for that. Now let's go to our featured presentation for today. This podcast, I think I've been trying to work on this one for, man, maybe two months up to this point. And it got to the point where I did a whole song from theirs when they released one in October. They released one two days before this episode came out. So we went through that one as well. This band from Montreal, Canada, Four Piece punk rock band and the female energy is strong in them 
The band is called No Bro. We have Sarah and Liz on the podcast to talk about, you know, what it was like in Canada during the whole entire quarantine period, how they ended up working within that, a little bit about Better Each Day, a little deeper dive into their recent song, Julia, and of course, how they're end up going back up on stage, even though they've been up back on stage a couple times, when they go and tour in April with my favorite band of all time, Rise Against, baby. Are you guys ready? Because it's a band you definitely want to get into if you like high-energy, fun punk rock music or just rock music in general because they got a nice huge like array of influences you're gonna like this stuff enough with me chit chatting to myself let's chit chat with them let's go yeah well 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 ladies and gentlemen boys and girls listeners of the chord progression podcast you guys know i love me any kind of punk rock no matter what kind of influences really come in here Thank you to Absolute PR for sending me this band. It's been a little bit of a while for trying to, you know, get this put together. And not going to lie, really excited to have them on because they have two new songs they recently released. One called Better Each Day, the other called Julia. And I'm wearing a Rise Against shirt for a reason because in April they'll be touring on a couple of dates with Rise Against throughout Canada. So please welcome Liz and Sarah from the band No Bro. So ladies, welcome to the Court Progression Podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being on. How's everything going in your world today as I see the star of the show moving around the bed behind you? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's going great. We just came back from a walk with her and um, it's sunny. We're having tea. I mean, rock and roll, right? (laughs) I mean, what could be better at this point, honestly, especially after, you know, the, the past, let's say, 18, 19 months that we've had because of the pandemic, all the craziness, it feels like, you know, finally getting back to normal. You're releasing new music, shows on the horizon. I mean, what could be better at this point? Yeah, and yeah, it feels great. Yeah, we're lucky. Knock yeah. on wood. Please just stay like that. Stay like yeah. that. <laughs> just please improving because please keep yeah. improving because we don't want to have to go back to that point in time where just nothing is going right and oh, live yeah. shows seem like a far distant memory. Yeah, and for six months in Montreal, we had curfew at 8 p.m. So, I mean, that was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do every day, 8 p.m. inside? Like, it's it it so was boring. like sunny outside and it was curfew. And like, we kind of, we broke it a couple of times and it was such a rush. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in the back alley with like our bikes, like coming back from a friend's house, like we've been partying, of course. We're like, oh shit, gotta hurry. It was kind of fun. But yeah. like most of the time it's just, you have to respect that. So it was, yeah, it was hard understandable but i mean when it comes to no bro clearly we have a couple of badasses here when it comes to breaking curfew they're gonna make it happen but i do want to ask a question around that because with six months of curfew at 8 p.m and with the fact that you haven't really been able to like you know you know during that time the pandemic not really playing any live shows what was it like trying to potentially get together work on new music and what was the mindset of the band like during that time well not gonna lie, we had like a we didn't see each other for like a couple months actually, yes. and because like most of our songs happen like we jam them like we don't really send like demos or something or anything like that. Yeah, we have to get together to jam them and then to create music. Yeah, so. it took a couple months. Like we actually took a couple months off, and it kind of felt good. And like now we're really ready to like go for it. We just came back from a tour with Tokyo Police Club a couple. Two weeks ago, yeah, we had like a five dates in the states, and like it just felt amazing, and like we're back on track. Yeah, 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 it felt so great. It's fantastic. Where in the states did you end up playing? Was it more in like the northeastern part of the United States? Yeah, yeah, we did uh, Philly, Boston, New York, Washington. Yeah. 
then there's me sitting here in Milwaukee just like, why couldn't you guys come to the Midwest? Come on, I wanted to see a show. It's going to happen. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, just to, yeah, we started with like a, a small, you know, a couple of dates and just to, you know, see how it's, how, how it's going, but we'll be back for sure. Like even a week before the, the tour, we were like, is it really going to happen? Yeah. Like, is that for real? And then it did happen. So, yeah. And our visas are good for a year. So like we have to, you know, go yeah. back. <laughs> you have to make it happen. You have to make the the time commitment that you put in, especially with those visas, you know, make the most out of it. If you've got a well, year to make it happen. I mean, you're going to end up having most of, let's say, you know, the first 10 months of 2022 with those visas ready to roll. So, yeah. you know, hopefully you're able to come back through the United States, like maybe July, August-ish, because hell, you why know. the hell not? Everyone's starved for concerts. I mean, I'm going to shows. It's like the, these places are packed and you're seeing people at some of these shows that you never would expect to see just given the style of music, just because. People want to get outside. People want to go and see these live shows. People want to get the taste of what they missed for almost a year and a half. We're craving music, and it's it's amazing to see that. Oh, absolutely. Were those shows within like the United States? Were those some of your first shows since the pandemic? Um, with no bro, yes, yes, yeah. But like, we also like were like freelancers. Like people hire us, so like we had a couple shows, but no bro was like the our first uh, big reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so instead of like getting asking, you know, what was it like to get back up on stage after the pandemic? What was it like to finally get back up on stage as Nobro, as this collective for the first time in, you know, shit almost two years? Well, amazing. The energy with Nobro, it's always been so crazy. People are into it and we are into it. We play often like 30 minutes, but we we are all in, man. It's energy, yeah. energy, energy. Yeah. So yeah, it it felt a uh, Felt so good to be back yeah. on stage. It's 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 where we're at our best. So yeah. it just felt great. And it's amazing to just to receive from people also because yeah. we we've we've done something on the online, but it's not the same thing. You want to be in front of people. You want to receive their energy and give yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, because so, yeah. if it's online, it's just that that screen is like the ultimate filter for energy because, yeah, you can be going crazy on screen. You can be going crazy on stage in a live stream setting. Us at home, we can be feeling the same way. We want to be going crazy, but it's just that transfer of energy because we're not in the same room together. Oh, it's not the same. Or even as fans, we're not all together with this seeing you play live. So there's not that mass collective of, you know, potential. Okay, you know, someone's starting to get around the crowd. All of a sudden, you're starting a mosh pit in the middle of the crowd and you guys are playing and everyone's having just a fantastic time to the point where the energy from the crowd is building you're feeling that so your energy is going to build you're going to try and top what the crowd is doing it's just gonna be this back and forth thing so that by the time your set is done everyone's just like yeah that was awesome yeah (laughs) often people are are like like what the fuck was that (laughs) because i think we we like we usually open for people we have this uh I don't know, it happened a couple of times now and people are just like, what the hell was that? Yeah, usually they don't really know us yeah. and they're like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a, it's cool. I think we're good open event for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a 30 minutes straight up uh, in your face. Well, I would definitely have to agree on that just given the style of music that you play, especially with the energy that's provided behind it. If there'd be people that are coming to these shows that don't, that aren't necessarily, you know, certain of who No Bro is, don't know mm-hmm. your music, they're going to take a listen to it. They're going to see the energy. They're going to feel that. And it's going to be something where they're going to go home and they're going to remember the energy that you brought up on stage, the energy that they felt in the crowd at that point. And they're going to go forward. And whenever they hear about the band, they're going to have this positive relationship with them where they're going to talk positively about No Bro. They're going to start listening to more No Bro. And they're going to start, you know, potentially 
getting other people not just to hear about you, you, but you know, start listening to you, start, you know, creating this massive feeding frenzy of or this massive like weird to say like virus kind of transmission of all of a sudden one person sees no bro. They like what they see. They had a great time at the show. They tell their friends, they start checking out and it's just like, everyone's telling everybody. And they spread the love, man. Yes. Spread the love, not the virus. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I mean, especially with one of your latest singles, uh, better each day when it comes just the energy that's behind that song, the the tempo, the pacing, everything that's brought behind it. That's one of those songs where I think, especially if you're playing that one live for people that don't necessarily know anything about no bro, that's one to listen to. That's just going to get the energy flowing at any given point in time. And it's just going to make people want to just go nuts in the crowd, especially someone like myself who, you know, loves mosh pits. Well, maybe not going into death court pits after what I experienced yesterday, but you know, definitely, you know, those metalcore punk rock pits, that's my style. So this would definitely be something for someone yeah, like me. We actually start the set with this song, so it's a good starter. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of hard for us to start with this song because we're like straight up in the pit. <laughs> and it's so high because Catherine sings so high. Yeah. And of course, like the, the like, it, it's for her to like, so she's comfortable. But like then the three of us were just like, ah! Because <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have like lower voices. Yeah. Caro, Caro is, she, yeah, she yeah. sings high, but like two of us. So it's like we look at each other at every beginning of shows and we're like, okay, well. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a cool song to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Great vibe. Great energy. Well, you're starting everyone out right away with something that they're not necessarily potentially expecting. But especially with the, you know, that minute intro that you have into Better Each Day, that's a little bit slower. That's a little bit more melodic, a little bit more honestly community driven because it feels like you know everyone's kind of coming together in a little bit of a kumbaya moment then all of a sudden <laughs> the tempo uh, tempo changes gets faster you know the singing especially from Catherine just starts to you know get get a little bit higher pitch especially in that higher register and it's the it's just that energy that gets transferred right then and there but to start out with something like that with that longer intro again having more of that you know arms around everyone kumbaya kind of feel it brings the crowd together right from the start so it does make a lot of sense to bring a song like this to start the, the your set and then i mean the energy is not going to be missed at that point oh my mm-hmm. god no. No, no no you just can't yeah I hope when you guys play with Rise Against, this is the song you open with because that's just going to get that crowd just in that mindset and that energy mindset right away. It yeah. should be that one, yes. Yeah, I think it's going to be the, that song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a great starter. Yeah, and you like when the, the like the Kumbaya intro comes in, like we actually walk on stage to the, this part of the song. And then when we sit down, it just fucking starts. So, yeah, it's a good opener. <laughs> It's a fantastic opener. Now, just because of me being the big Rise Against fan, I have to ask, how did you manage to get on this uh, run supporting Rise Against throughout Canada in April, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think we've we've had a lot of uh, amazing street credits <laughs> for the past years, and we, we've got ourselves on like really good tours. We, we went with Fiddler for a month in 2018, yep. and then we got the Puck Tour in 2019, and then 2020, I don't know, man. We got like Distillers and Alexis on Fire. And then we also have amazing bookers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the agent is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feldman Agency, great. Yeah, they're great. And, and uh, we, we kind of knew the guys from the Big Talent yeah, as well. Yeah. We met them in uh, Toronto. So I guess maybe they, yeah, we they like us. We partied and... with them a couple of times and yeah. everything. And the pub guys, of course, like we had like a full month worth of tour with them. 
And uh, when we got this one, though, we were pretty, pretty stoked. Because you never know. They're like, ah, we're going to submit your band maybe to this tour. And we were like, oh, like sure, it, yeah. It's amazing. That would be so incredible. I mean, yeah. Rise Against, we yeah, we grew up with that band. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, wow. When yeah, Billy Talent 2. Yeah, Billy Talent 2. Billy Talent 1 is the, the album I, I learned to play drums over. Oh. Yeah. And the first time I saw Ian, the guitar player, when we were like chilling with them in Toronto, I couldn't keep my coolness. And I just like, <laughs> I asked him if I could hug him. But like before he answered, I just, he was in my arms. And I was like, I'm so bad. And then we're going on tour with them. So I guess it was okay. <laughs> so there's something like, can I hug you before you can answer? You're just like, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well you know sometimes you can't always keep your cool no yeah. no, no yeah, I don't know. it's uh we just got that too i don't know we're lucky yeah yeah but we're good too yeah <laughs> i'll say it, it pays to be lucky and it pays to be good at the same point as well but one thing you said was it seemed like you had a lot of like street cred at some point with some of these bands and amazing bookers as well but the thing is is i think a lot of it is also gonna have to deal with potential band reputation because as you're going forward especially within the music scene there's a lot of people that know a lot of the same people a lot of these agencies a lot of these booking agents they know a lot of the same people so it's if if you're a band that's going to be one that especially if i've learned from doing a lot of these interviews where if you're going to be somebody that's going to be fantastic to go on tour with if you're going to be someone that's going to create minimal problems and are adaptable especially as a band that might be opening because you never know what might happen before the show or even during your set or if there's something that's going to happen where all of a sudden you know maybe your set list is going to get cut short by five ten minutes and you have to work on the fly if you're able to do that to make sure that whatever headliner is going to be going on is going to have their full time and have the easiest time to make that happen what's going to happen is is that word's going to get around and the positivity that you bring is going to end up getting around to the point where you know you're going to be touring with bands like you said alex on fire billy talent and now rise against it's yeah. it's just something where what's the best way to put it it's the building of that reputation really does help but the other thing that helps is you know the music is good so that yeah. you, you add those two together and you've got a recipe for success right there yeah yeah but like yeah as a touring musician like playing music is not even the biggest part of our job it's like actually getting us on tour like you know <clears throat> like being like on time and having like a good schedule and being respectful and like you said like just be you make sure that the, the the main band just trusts you. Yeah, exactly. And you're reliable. And that you're not in the way of anything. Yeah. And like, then you put on a good show. Yeah, exactly. It's like everything has to come before because you want to make sure that everything is set up so that on tour, you're the easiest people to work with. It, you're yeah. adaptable. And then when the show comes, it's okay. Now you finally get a chance to do your thing. Get a chance yeah. to let loose. Be as confident as all hell. Be like, watch out world. Here the fuck we come. And then next thing you know. <laughs> You're done and the fans are all hyped up. They're all ready to go. And then the other bands around the tour and the headliners are looking, shit, this crowd is ready to roll. Yeah. We killed it already. Fuck yeah. yeah, Our job is even easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's exactly that. Absolutely. And you recently released the new song, Julia, as well, which came out, I believe it was on December 1st. I'm correct on that, right? Yeah. So I do want to jump a little bit in that song, especially as that being, you know, the more brand new song that's out as much as I like better each day. I do want to talk about Julie as well. You know, it's new flashy. Woo. Just got to bring that in there. So one thing I always like to ask about certain songs is what a lot of the song ends up driving for emotion. Well, with a lot of people is how they end up perceiving the meaning, especially with the lyrics, how the instrumentals supply that emotion. So one thing I always like to ask is 
what is the specific meaning behind the song Julia? Because I like to always see whenever I look deep in these songs, how close I actually get to these meanings and try and figure out, see where the connection is to see how that emotional connection between what the song means and how I personally took it, where that kind of intersects so that hell, then people can listen to the song and be like, oh man, now I can see how the song can absolutely hit on some certain emotion. So I have to ask when it came to Julia, what is the whole meaning behind the song? Well, uh, Catherine writes the lyrics, but we know the story about Julia. Julia is a real person and it, it used to be her like really best friend. They were super close. They like looked alike. They talked the same. Uh, we never met her though. It was way before. Yeah. And uh, they just ended up like, um, I don't know, like going different directions. And like, I think it ended in a kind of a tra tragic way. But we don't really know exactly no. what happened, but yeah. Yeah, but like something about like, yeah. anyway, it's just, it just like went to shit, like a really good friendship, but like that went to shit like real fast, no matter how long was the friendship before. And that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, exactly. But at that point, they were friends and they were like partying a lot. So it yeah. was a really like explosive white, relationship. White, what's the had. lyrics? White wine, cigarettes and cocaine. Yeah. Put them together and it made us insane. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there, done that at some point, whether it's on tour, whether it's in college or for some people, even in high school as well. So everyone's <laughs> been there at some point, maybe not with the cocaine added in there, no, but yeah. And I mean, cigarette also. So, yeah, yeah. So you choose your weapon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Replace white wine, cigarettes, and cocaine with beer, tequila, and gin. And that's pretty much where I'm going to end up sitting with that. Yeah, you're a good <laughs> Yeah, so it's like about a, a dying friendship. And yeah. uh, I think it really hurt Catherine, I guess, because they were so close. Yeah. And she like met a guy. I think it was like a rich guy. And then she just... She I just, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just went away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should ask her like what actually happened. But yeah, that's the the, the main story. Yeah, that's the part we know. Yeah, the, the part we know, kind of the main concept of the story. And not gonna lie, when I was listening to it, that was something I really picked up on. But it's a little bit more of like an ex like more of expanding way. I thought that it kind of related to this concept of growing up and potentially abandoning a lot of the positive positive relationships you've had in the past because. When the song starts talking about a person who is now wrapped up in more of like a material possession kind of style and a potential relationship, they kind of forget about some of the positive relationships they've had with some family and friends. And I'm not going to lie, like where I'm coming from this is because I've dealt with this so many times over the past couple of years where I've had a lot of friends and, you know, we're close. We had all these great times together all positive as time goes on. Yeah. You know, lifestyles change, uh, perceptions change. It does happen. But the thing that always kills me is the fact that like, it's not like we're even friends anymore at times due to the fact that they're so entrenched in there that they're kind of forgetting about the positivity that so many other people have brought into their lives up to that point in time. Then the yeah. song talks about all the crazy times that you've had, you know, sometimes maybe not the best times, you know, we're talking about white wine, cigarettes and cocaine, making people insane. Yeah. But how those times, you know, they connect to his friends and how people form family-like bonds because of those. Yes, we're, we are going to grow up, but don't neglect or throw away these positive relationships that you've had in your life from the past because you'll end up at some point falling off from your high horse and feeling all alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yes. goodness. You wrapped it up perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like from the specifics to more of the general sense that I think more people would be, you know, it's like, you know, okay, specifics, metaphorical. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. No, I love your vision. But yeah, that's about that.
So, and like even going into the song too, because it does have this, you know, just one thing I was a big fan about it, especially from the instrumental point was it consistently had this consistent drive throughout the whole entire thing, had this consistent build throughout it, especially from the baseline that was put on it, just because it kept it consistent, kept it flowing from the drums, from the percussion, everything about it. It just kept everything flowing so nicely so that when it came to really understanding the lyrics, getting the feel of the story that was being told and the message that was being brought up, the emotions kept, you know, building and building and building because of that consistent drive that was in the instrumentals. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Oh, thank yeah. you. We'll yeah. tell we had, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, we had a actually a hard time finding like what arrangement and what tempo we wanted for that because we usually go with like fast shredding parts and then this one just we wanted want it to be a bit more like groovy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we had a hard time. I remember we we're in studio and it was the first song we tried. Yeah. And it like, it didn't work. No, it wasn't working. <laughs> we kind of got all. frustrated at some point yeah. and we like took like a couple minutes and we're like, okay, let's just try this groovy kind of slow and just like it's just like yeah, a just cruising vibe. The yeah. cruising vibe. And then Catherine started to sing like talking singing and it just felt right. So we just went with it. Yeah, I remember she she like did something with her mouth. She's like, oh, I'm going to sing like that. <laughs> and then it, just, yeah. for some reason, really made sense to her. Yeah. <laughs> and like, she could get into the vibe. Yeah. And it, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes weird stuff happens and you're like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Here she comes. She's all dressed and white. Yeah. <laughs> like a bit like Bob Dylan. No? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of like, was... I'm going to sing a little like I'm, you know, unpleased at this point. Like, yeah, just going to sing. Yeah. Kind of like Bob Dylan in a way, which makes a lot of sense. And, even when I was listening to it, it did throw me off at first because I was expecting something a little bit like, especially with more of a classic No Bros out, more up-tempo, more fast-paced. And when yeah. it was like more that mid-tempo style, I just kind of was like, wait, this is a little different. But then again, the consistent build of that, you know, it, it felt like I was like, okay, taking like a little bit of an inspiration from especially just the, the the flow of the song, the instrumentals, the pacing, the sound of it, had a little bit of that like 70s rock groove to it. Yeah. So. Yeah it did have that feel going forward and it kind of, again, had that consistent building. I think, again, it was the instrumentals and a lot of it was, you know, the consistent building of the drums and the bass line really helped to just build that consistently as you went into the chorus. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely a more uh, 70s rock and roll vibe, which we really love. Like, we yeah. love to play fast punk songs, but the, yeah. The... I don't know, I like cruising too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's nice and show because you can just have a break, take a breath, <laughs> and then and, just and, go. And not gonna lie, even from like a crowd standpoint as well, especially if you're going, you know, constant up tempo, fast pace, and yeah, especially, hard, yeah, especially for someone like me in the crowd, especially you know, someone who doesn't want to ever jump out of a mosh pit unless something weird happens, like huge cut on the face, broken finger, get kicked in the back of the head. All these have happened, so I'm well aware of how this works. But there are times where all of a sudden, you know, if things are going crazy. It's like, okay, maybe in the pit we need a little bit of a break. And then you bring out a song. It's like, okay, let's just slow it down a little bit. It yeah. works if it's put into the set perfectly. It does make that song even more powerful because especially for all the people that are going crazy in the pit, we get that break and we can kind of just like jam out for a little bit. Then you go into something fast paced again and we're all re-energized, ready to roll. And next thing you know, shoulders are being flying into people. You know, people are getting pushed over the place. People are falling down and you got 10 people trying to pick that one person back up. It just starts all over again. Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah. So it is a beautiful thing. And I assume that you are going to end up definitely playing Julia during some of these sets, especially going into these live shows in 2022. 
Yeah, of course. We've been playing the song a couple of times now, and yeah. uh, it's one of my favorite live. It's just, it just feels great, and I don't know. It's amazing. It's yeah. cool. It's yeah. fun. Lots of percussions. Yeah. It's nice. Just adds to the whole entire experience that is No Bro. So I think people, if, if you have a chance to go see No Bro, I'm not going to lie, especially, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know me, I'm as a huge Rise Against fan, I'm going to be imploring you to go see any show that they play, but now you've got Rise Against and No Bro up in Canada during April. If you're anywhere around, you know, take a look at their social media sites, take a look at the Rise Against social media sites, you'll find where those tours are happening, where those shows are happening. I know some, I'm like, those some are, some of those are bigger shows, I'm like, holy shit, so it's big. I, 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 I'll put this way. Tickets, you know, there should be a lot of tickets, but you might want to get them now before it's too late because, you know, we're just still getting out of the pandemic. There's concerts and you're not going to want to be sitting out on the side being like, you know, I need tickets, man. You're going to want to have that ticket in hand by the time the day of the show comes. Buy it and come mush pit with yeah. us. Exactly. Okay. I might have to find a way to get to Canada for one of these because I mean, you so rise against, I mean, come on, it's, it, it's, it's gotta happen. I got to figure out a way to get there because well, not sure what, you know, border restrictions are going to be like still with the whole entire COVID thing. We'll see what happens though, because I'm, I'm kind of wacky and crazy when it comes to just driving to random shows like, Hey, you know, four hours away, no big deal. Go to Canada. Can I make it happen? We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love your vibe. I'm sure yeah. you could make it happen. Yeah, in a couple <laughs> months, it's going to be, I think it's gonna, it should be like looser and please, yeah, praying for that. Yeah. But yeah, pray. maybe. We're, we're, we're going to pray for it and say, please, you know, knock on wood. Yeah, I, uh, please. Actually make it notes. Before we kind of close this out, because I know you guys or you two have to go really quickly and just, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. One thing I like to do before we kind of do this whole entire thing is, especially with Julia, I like to wrap it up and kind of, you know, like a full on kind of if I was doing like a press release style thing so that people kind of get a taste of, you know, okay, what does this kind of sound like? How do you feel about it? And I put it as this overall, the sound of the song is really indicative on following this template that better each day started, but using more of this like mid tempo, more seventies groove rock meets the no bro style of punk. However, where the song stands out is in two parts. The first thing the instrumentals having more of this consistent mid-tempo drive them throughout the entire thing. This allows the song to have this consistent building feel so we can all see and realize what is going on and how to deal in a situation where a friend or a family member, someone that's close to you cuts you off because they think they have to quote unquote grow up. But the second key is how the vocals take more of this idea and start up by having this kind of sort of resentful feel to them to show they aren't happy when someone dropped you from their life based on, again, quote unquote, growing up. But then the entire band singing the chorus shows that this is not an isolated incident and that many of us see this and go through this. It is a reminder to remember the positive relationships of the past as we move forward into the future. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> I'm... I think because again, Catherine writes the lyrics and everything. And yeah, it's like her story, but as we know it, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and it's like a very common feeling. Like we've all been there with a friend or some someone. So yeah. So even with the specifics that Catherine put in there, if we take a look at it, you know, take the specifics out there, but we take a look at the situation, all of us can relate to it at some point in our lives. Of course, some of us a lot more than others, but all of us still can relate in some capacity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we hope for. That's yeah. exactly. And that means, you know, especially when we're all being able to see this song live, we're all going to be able to connect with it at that point to the point where, I mean, this could be one of those songs that you go into and 
you never know what might happen. It might be the one that people just connect with emotionally and everyone just really gets into. I've seen that happen plenty of times that show. One of my favorites that always happens is every time I go see Beartooth and they play Disease, especially in the pit, there's always at least a couple of guys, they start crying in there because they just feel so emotionally attached to that song. So if you, and everyone rallies around them because we've all felt what uh, the emotion that Disease puts out there. We've all felt the emotion that Julia puts out there as well. So Let's just let it roll and let's just get to that point in time where we can all feel like a community like community and be together at yeah. that point in time we listen to the song live. Yeah, Absolutely. I want people yeah. crying in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> be like this. Yeah. Oh, Julia. <laughs> hey, if I'm in one of those shows and I'm the one in the middle of the pit, I'm going to make sure that happens. And even if someone decides to come over and try and like, you know, full on cross check me as I'm going like, yeah, we'll see what happens though. If you see, you know, some guy just get cross checked in the crowd and you see a hat flop, you're gonna be like, oh shoot, who the hell is that? Oh wait, it's Kevin, it's okay. He's probably happy at this point anyway, no big deal. All right, (laughs) so as we bring this podcast to a close, one thing I always like to do is give you ladies a chance, say anything you wanna say, plug whatever you wanna plug, promote whatever you wanna promote at the end of the podcast. So listen, Sarah, floor is yours. Well, I just, uh, we're just asking for people to just listen to our music. Yeah. We're going to release the next uh, EP in the spring and just come to see shows. Yeah. Cause that's where we shine the most. It's yeah. like live shows. And we need you to be there and to give you our yeah. your energy. Cause we're going to be there and yeah. we're going to shred. So like, it would be cool if people might as well show up. Yeah. <laughs> might as well make that happen so i'm gonna end the podcast with three very specific things so one thing you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to listen to no bro after this podcast am i right you're gonna want to follow along with them on social media am i right you're gonna want to you know check them out check them out on tour buy some merch you're gonna do all of that am i right yeah i know i'm right trust me on that so you're gonna want to you know find all their social media accounts you want to subscribe to them you're gonna want to subscribe on youtube you're gonna want to watch those music videos you're gonna want to check out their website you're gonna buy some merch you're gonna want to stream all the music down their music buy the music whatever it might be but instead of having to do all the searching yourself because i know that can be a little bit of a pain let me take the burden off for you look at the description of the podcast whether you're on youtube spot at podcast iHeartRadio, or amazon you're gonna see something that says find no bro online you're gonna have labels you're gonna have links it's just gonna be a one-click one-stop shop to just click you know like their stuff subscribe their stuff follow stream download buy some merch buy concert tickets everything is there for you so i'm taking all the legwork out of it all you have to do is click you've got no excuse at this point what a great friend that's perfect thank you and now time for number two well this is something i like to do at the end of every single podcast if i've enjoyed having the band on the podcast so this, this promise I always make has happened, let's just say 100% of the time. And listen, Sarah, you have not broken this streak whatsoever. So my promise is, it's not an if, because if implies possibility of not happening. And well, yeah, I don't do it like that. I always start out with when, because it implies it's going to happen, but the time is always to be determined. So when I get to see No Bro perform live for the first time, my promise to you both is this. First round's on me. All oh, right. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Bring it on. Gin soda. Or just gin. Gin's good too. It, yeah. It, yeah, depending beer. on you. Beer is good. I mean, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll tell you. Yeah. I'll say this beer, gin, dealer's choice. How about that? Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. So I cannot, in good conscience, close this podcast out with a goodbye because this was fantastic having you on for this, you know, half hour ish. 
And I want to see the band live. I want to make good my promise because I want to be in that mindset for better each day and have, you know, maybe do that Julie and all of a sudden potentially get cross-checked out of nowhere. You see the hat fly up and then, you know, all of a sudden I'm feeling like, okay, this might be a little bit weird. Let's just see if I can get going. All of a sudden you're opening up for Rise Against. They come on. I'm just like, okay, this, this is all we came here for. We came here for the music, man. We're just going nuts. So I want to make sure that happens and I have to pay up my debt. So this is not goodbye. Also, in the future, I would love to have you both back on the podcast. So goodbye. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not goodbye. This is. See you later. Cool. Au revoir. <laughs> whoa, whoa, folks. That was my interview with Liz and Sarah from the band No Bro out of Montreal, Canada. Again, after listening to that podcast, you guys are going to want to check them out online. So links for all their social media, links for YouTube, links to their website, their merch, and where to stream, buy, and download their music are in the description of the podcast for you. So go and do that because you're going to want to follow along with Nobro, especially if you just like to listen to fun music with a huge punk influence in there. You know, sometimes, like we said, with Julie, they bring in more of that groovy 70s style. Sometimes just have a lot of fun there. You're going to want to listen to it, trust me. Also, please remember to follow us here at the Core Progression Podcast because on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if you're looking right now, it says MSOTD Rocks. January 1st, it's just going to be Chord Progression Podcast, baby. So make sure you do that. All links will be in the description of the podcast. Also, if you're subscribed to the podcast on Spotify Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or here on YouTube, I want to give you a huge, 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 huge thank you this year, especially as we're going to Christmas. So I want to give you a thank you, a Merry Christmas. If you're not subscribed, I do want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whichever holiday you celebrate. However, I also would like you to subscribe to the Chord Progression Podcast, if you please. Just that, just that's just an ask. I mean... Not, not not necessarily forcing you, but it's just asking. Just asking. Also, thank you to our sponsors, Phoenix Fitness and Custody Views. Their links and our promo codes for them are in the description of the podcast as well, so you can go check that out right now. If you want to listen to the crazy like introduction we had for the sponsors, yeah, go to the beginning of the podcast. They're there for you as well. And at this point, before I sign off, I want to say happy Festivus for the rest of us. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Enjoy yourself. One hell of a holiday. Enjoy it as much as I enjoy a Rise Against Mosh Pit. Just sheer happiness, baby. Just sheer happiness. That's going to be it for me, guys. Thank you for watching this to the Chord Progression Podcast by the Amazon Rocks Rock Metal Thrive. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. So the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya!